Welcome to Pitching Tens, the Fan Statement Movie Pitching Podcast, and today we're just gonna have a bit of fun. Hey. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry well, Christmas. Well, this is the post-Christmas but pre-New Year's episode. Yes. Um, for those wondering, all of the year-end stuff will actually come in January because neither of us are in the country. No. Um, it's basically Please the same. Please don't rob our house. <laughs> it's basically the same as every other year where we need until, because the way that they release movies, we need until the last second uh-huh. to get everything on the list. You've seen Avatar now. I've seen Avatar. Uh, and I don't you, think you Do you have a it. spare four hours to watch <laughs> some all right Avatar movie? Oh my God, yeah, with the previews, it is four hours, it's, isn't I, it? I think, so we went to a six o'clock showing mm. and it finished, I think, at about 20 to 10. The next day. Yeah, so I think I, I think it worked out roughly about yeah three hours twenty, give Jesus. give or take three hours ten three hours twenty top for thing. a so, six out of ten for a perfectly fine, <laughs> perfectly okay. Um, I've got a killer line for when we get to it in the uh, the end of year review, but I'm going to sit on that for that pod. But nice. uh, yeah, so there's there's a few of things. There's glass onion to come out. There's um. Others stuff I'm hoping to catch up on whilst we're on holiday. So um, fingers crossed, we when we get to that, all of our eggs will be in a basket, and we'll have a very comprehensive review of the year. But we also need a lot of time to record those episodes because last year we did all of them on the same day, and it took us seven hours to do. Oh, I remember that. It was a hell of a day. It was. It was a hell of a day. But I, I, I had a, a memory pop. This is what t- tells you how we've evolved as critics. I, I had a memory pop up on Facebook 13 years ago, two days ago. Mm. Just came out of Avatar. Easily one of my top five favorite movies of all time. I was like, delete. <laughs> Get that out of here. Uh, so, That's yeah. like those James Gunn tweets from when he was like going oh, to be edge. If, if anything, it's worse. Because that wasn't an attempt at comedy. So, uh, yeah. You genuinely believed Avatar was... Uh, I, I mean, I, I we, think we I, all got wrapped up in it. We, we bought into the, the 3D hype we in did. 2009. I said something on a previous podcast. I said that the... the, 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 the off-topic years were between 2010 and 13. Yeah. That was when we were off-air. Oh. We did off-topic off for three years previous. Damn. Yeah, I think we started 2007. No. I think we did. Hang on. No, 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 no. That would have been year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten, year eleven. Oh, hang on. Yeah. That is just about the time we started. Would I... out, isn't it? Oh. Fuck, it might have been. Anyway, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I'm still Mike. He's still Darren. Uh, we're still fucking old. So, the plan with this, we, we this got brought up. I can't even remember how we came to this. <laughs> it was in the Black Adam review. The Black Adam because of Henry yeah. Winkler. Henry Winkler turns up in in Black Adam, and we are both convinced beyond words that they paid his cameo fee. Although, from the quick research we've done before this episode, <laughs> I haven't seen Henry Winkler yet. Mm. But it's such a phoned in. Literally. In every sense of the word, <laughs> that we said, wouldn't it be funny to try and make an entire, maybe not movie, but something entirely through cameo? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so here we go. It's the cameo Christmas special. It is um, because Netflix, especially, have been banging out Christmas movies and Amazon as well. To be fair, let's yes. not let them because we've we've had end of year reviews where you've said all of the worst ones were Christmas movies. I have. Um, we've done end of year, so yeah, end of year list movies. We did a bunch of Christmas ones on the uh, pitch every streaming movie possible. That we did. 
a, a pear tree and partridge. A pear tree and partridge, Indiana, is still my favourite thing. <laughs> it's such a good time. Is it my favourite thing I've ever pitched? I mean, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we've we now breached that. So me, yes. so me and Caroline watched our first Christmas Netflix movie of the year. Was it, it the Lindsay Lohan one? It wasn't. Uh-huh. That wasn't out at the time. We it's... got I Believe in Santa Claus. A movie where the premise is a 30-something-year-old man still believes in Santa Claus. How was it? Fucking dreadful. Oh, good. <laughs> One of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. And with a budget of like £10. Uh, it's real bad. Um, I mean, the Lindsay Lohan one is a real big pile of nothing. So, <laughs> it's again, we could have, for minute one, I could have guessed the entire plot and told you exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, they spunked all the money on Lindsay Lohan. Wow. That was it. <laughs> Not on the writers. No, 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 no. I hope it was worth it. We ended up watching Noel as well. Um, oh, the Anna Kendrick one. It sure is a film. Yeah, like, I don't mind that one. That th- one's all right. I think after watching I Believe in Santa Claus... You needed something. Well, like, we watched that pre-previous pre, pre- previous and I was like, well, there's no uh... way we're going to get anything that bad. Little did I know. There you go. So we're not here to make something good today. <laughs> <laughs> if ever there was a motto for <laughs> this entire fucking podcast. We're not here to make something good today. So, um, no. Um, we're coming at this uh, similar to how we did on other collaborative pitches. Because, again, we're just here to have a bit of fun. This isn't this isn't like something we've slaved on for weeks. No. I've got two, count them, two possible ways that we can go about this. Go ahead. Um, so I was having a brainstorm whilst I was browsing Cameo to get a sense of prices. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, let's let's also set the groundwork. So we're going to give ourselves a budget of five grand. There, thereabouts. Yeah, we we wanted to. I mean, that's somewhat realistic, I guess, if you're actually going to try and do it. <laughs> Basically, because we realise a uh, hundred pound is about the median mm. for some people, um, and a thousand pounds will run out real quick if we're trying to hit up. A half an hour minimum <laughs> is what we're aiming for. And we've taken Cameo to mean whatever their stated price is, is their price per minute. So <laughs> using that logic, five oh, grand, dude. I think, can get us to half an hour <laughs> with what we need to do. Um, now, I, well, we, we were we were both meant to write plots and then I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> oopsie poopsie. So I have two plot outlines. That we okay. Can the one that I thought was good until I heard the other one, uh-huh. which was pitched to me by my wife. Okay. And the one that my wife pitched. Okay. So my first idea was, it's just a Christmas carol, but with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, a Christmas cameo? Yeah, a Christmas cameo. Like, literally, it's just, it's, it's we remake a Christmas carol with yeah. all these fucking people. Because- Everybody makes Christmas Carol. Yep. This year alone, there are two new Christmas Carol movies. There certainly There's are. There's one on Netflix, an animated one with uh, your boy... Luke Evans? Le- no, uh, uh, the one from... Um, I thought it was Luke Evans. I might be uh, uh, Lion of Love. Um, oh, Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens uh. as Scrooge. And then you've got the Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds one on Apple TV I'm as well. I'm going to see that on Friday. <laughs> You're going to see it? Yeah, it's at cinemas. Is it really? My mum wants to go to the cinemas. There's fuck all else on because the, it's just blue people. Blue people? And is Violent Night still going? I think it is. But I, but think I don't it, think that's up yet. It wasn't at the... Well, she likes Bullet Train, but ah. like it wasn't on at the right times. So Fair enough. Okay. It was... <laughs> this, is, this is why my mum's not allowed to pick films. We had the choice between Matilda mm. and Spirited. Show spirited, so there okay. You go. Matilda's 
It's also surprisingly good. I know. I'll, I'll get right to it. I mean, I like the stage show, so Happy days. I'm predisposed. The second idea yes. was... Second idea was... The film is about... Now, I'm going to set the scene. It is a couple on the verge of breakup. Okay. And essentially, what what is bubbling up to the surface is years of problems, resentments, and ways that they do not match at Christmas. Because mm. a lot of people break up at Christmas. Obviously, that's not how we're going to end the movie. But it mm. starts off with their net, like ex-named streaming service here, Watch List. Okay. And they can't decide what to watch. That is until the things in their watch list start talking back. And you've got, essentially, couples counselling via the medium of a Netflix watch list. Or Amazon Prime, if you're so disposed. And it and it's going through, like, at the start, like, they are on the verge. But, the, but all your favourite actors from all their favourite movies are going to talk them round and they're going to stay together. Now that is a fucking idea. See what I mean? I was so I was I was trying to figure out who could be who in a Christmas Carol, and the wife just this was eleven o'clock at night. We were in bed. She was scrolling TikTok and just threw that at me. Why am I wasting my time with you? Get in precisely. <laughs> I'm not the fucking talented <laughs> one. That's a he- that's tasty. It is because that could actually be good. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that's, that's not, not our her- brand. That's not her mo at all. <laughs> Oh, but that's oh, that's hella tasty. Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. Let's work. And then with if this. we get to like, if we get it done relatively quickly, we can then just bash through who we cast <laughs> as like. I mean, how many people do you need for Christmas Carol? Scrooge, Bob Cratchit, uh, Tiny Tim, Ghost of Present, Past, Future, Marley. Kind is of that it? it? Really, isn't it? I watched the Muppet Christmas Carol live the other day. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else you really. I don't think there is. Seven people is all you need to cast a Christmas Carol. We'll do that as a bonus at the end. There you go. Right. Hot. Oh, so you that's don't. A great idea. You don't need anybody big for the main couple no, roles. You, no, you do you not. get no names like all these Christmas films do. Uh huh. So we don't have to rely on cameo, and also we basically get two free passes. Let's see. Okay. Um, now we're gonna, do you want to set a timer or should we just be fast and loose? Let's... Don't hit the microphone with your phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's be fast and loose. Why okay. not? Let's, let's enjoy ourselves. It is Christmas after all. That it is. So the I don't know what we're going to call the film. Let's let's call it the the, the watch list or yeah. something like that. Or the Christmas watch A holiday watch list. I don't fucking know. That's it. So we, we, we're aiming young here, I'm taking it. We want someone... Oh, we are doing the exact pattern that we did for all the Amazon Prime and Netflix movies of... We Handsome Be Wonderful. Handsome Be Wonderfuls. Okay. Doing something modern in a hip young city. Okay. The modern thing is obviously just fucking streaming. Okay. I think we're at that self-referential point with streaming now. Mm-hmm. Um. There's, there's a series on uh, Disney Plus called Reboot, which is literally about a streaming surface brings back an old comedy show. And all ah. the stars are aged now. Johnny Knoxville's in it. It's weird, but it's good. Anyway. You have my attention. <laughs> okay. So we need some handsome people. Um, well, let's get into it. Are we, so... are, we, are we employing our two leads off Cameo as well? Is that what we're doing? Or should we just I think have... so. Yeah. It's, okay. it's a Cameo Christmas. It is um, Cameo Christmas. Okay. I'm just going to... Well, we get to stand in Pig Corner, basically, which is nice, and we can now it just is. look at some peeps and say, they're attractive, they'll do. I've mostly got oh! all the people on this. Go on. We can get the 
Black Canary slash White Canary from Arrow. Okay. Uh, it's Katie Cassidy, so it was the the original one from Arrow before her sister came in. Not the one that's in Legend of Tomorrow. The original Black Canary from Arrow. Okay. Is she young? She's young. We might need to check people's ages as we, we go. We might need through. to check people's ages as they go. But she's good and she's attractive, so she could do. That's a bit of a name. Uh... I realise some of this episode may be dead air if I was just scrolling through a phone. So mm. it will be some creative editing. We may need to do some creative do editing. So her MO again is handsome people who don't cost a lot. So I've I've gone <laughs> with fifty quid and below because we might need these for the most amount of time. Well, it's interesting that you say fifty quid and below and the Arrowverse. Oh yeah, because one of the actors that I earmarked yes. was Stephen Amell. He's less than 50 quid. He's 42 pounds. He's cheaper than the black... Well, there we go. We know they've got on-screen chemistry. Yeah, I think we could just do that and that would be fine. That's a good hook. So if we... So uh, again, so the buy-in cost is how much we're securing them for the movie. Um, for the leads, anyway. So it's a yep. cheap get. So our £5,000 budget for 42 quid, we'll have Stephen Amell as, well, our, yes. as our lead man. And we'll have Katie Cassidy as a lead woman. So that's our leads cast for less than a hundred quid. We're doing well. <laughs> Maybe we can do this for less than a grand. Um, cool. Okay. So we've got those two. We've got our leads. So how they, much? How much was our female lead? She's forty nine pound. She costs a little bit more than Stephen Amell, who I think could easily charge a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> We're down to four thousand nine hundred nine pounds, and we have our leads now. What movies oh, are on the watch list? <laughs> that's where the kicker comes in. Okay, so. Do we want things that are on streaming or do we want good movies? <laughs> well, this is this is the beauty of cameos. You've got people who are in kind of more recent projects uh-huh. trying to make a little bit more money or trying to get a bit more of like a, like a, a presence online. Yes. And then there are people from beloved movies who just don't want to act no, anymore. No, they do not. Like Gilbert Gottfried, God bless his soul, until he passed, yes. was on cameo. Oh, and I imagine he didn't cost a whole lot. He, he would do most anything as well. Okay. <laughs> Mainly because he got, weird people got him to just yell stuff. It, it was a hell of a life. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think we tar- How about this then? If we can, we target big movies, but not necessarily the biggest stars in them. Oh, you know. So, for example, Harry Potter. Yes. I, I imagine every Harry Potter actor outside of the main three is on here somewhere. Case in point, one of the highest... The, the most expensive people you can get is Tom Felton. Yes. Who will set you back £497. It's a bit of an eye melter, isn't it? That's a lot. So let's pivot and instead <laughs> go with... Uh, I'm hoping there's a way you can just say... Oh, there is. You can just say, I want Harry Potter people. There's a Harry Potter button on Cameo. Okay. I think you can have like... Wasn't... Now, hang on. I go can on. do this. There's Crab and Goyle. One of them went to prison. Yes. It's not him. It's No, it, that, it's, so that's the one that went to prison. Oh, that is the one that... that is, yeah, the, oh, the my God. The round-faced one is the one that went to prison. It is on cameo. I, for the life of me, can't remember if that's Crab or Goyle. Oh, my God. Uh, I feel like my wife would. Uh, I think that's <laughs> Goyle. So we can get the... We can you get can the... get prison Goyle. Prison... <laughs> We can get prison Goyle for 166 quid. That's a lot of money. No. No, 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 no. We can get both of the Phelps twins, so we can get Fred and George Weasley for right. a combined price of £208. Pounds. 
that's especially because they are good comedy. That, that they does are. seem like I've a just fair realized price. This is only. I'm only looking at the hundred plus people. Let's let's bring that down a little bit. Uh, let's look in the fifty <laughs> to seventy five. To expand our, uh, our oh, <laughs> so <laughs> prison goyle. Yep. in the hundreds. Um, perfectly nice crab, seventy one pounds. Oh, <laughs> so we can get. Oh, he's not really. Um, st- uh, um. Oh my god, Dave Coaches from Gavin and Stacey. Uh, you've lost me now. Who is in uh, Harry Potter for a split second? He's only fifty-eight quid. I feel we can do better than that. Let's go for the seventy-five quid to hundred range. Um, <laughs> I mean, get we can get Dan Fogler for a hundred quid. Yes, you can. Well, we actually, go. to be fair, at the time I looked, he was only ninety-eight pounds. Well, he's but he's gone up slightly. Gone up. We'll, um, we'll have Dan Fogler. We'll have Dan Fogler for because he's actually good at stuff. So. Yeah, that mean that does mean that's Fantastic Beasts and not Harry Potter True, but I don't want to pay the the the, the Phelps twins two hundred quid. <laughs> I want to give Dan Fogler money. Yes, so. so we'll have Dan. Fogler. We'll have Dan Fogler. One right. that means in the in the story of this film, yes. Fantastic Beasts and where to find them might be where the argument starts, <laughs> which actually. It's yeah. pretty indicative of the franchise, so that's good. That it is. Right, the next one up on my film list was American Pie, so I'm just going to see uh, who we can get from American Pie <laughs> on the cheap. Okay, who's the 100 quid option for American Pie? It's oh, it's Tara Reid. I don't give her any money. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, 75 to 100, it's Kevin from American Pie. Moving on from American Pie. <laughs> I don't give any of those people. Any amount of money. Bond? Bond? Bond's on here. James Bond? James no. Bond's on here. Surely not. That, surely Is it somebody a... pretending to be James Bond? Well, I'm, get, I'm, pretty sure I'm going down all of the things... I don't know who Sean Cronin is, but we're getting for thirty-seven pound, and apparently he was in a Bond movie. Good for Moving him. on. <laughs> right, we know who we are. We're Star Wars. Well, the, I, I tell you for now what we can get for a fair price. Go I on. Feel. For £246, Oof. you can have... The international motherfucker himself. You can have Billy D. Williams. We are getting Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Sign that man up immediately. Okay. International. I don't know why he's international in space, but I'm okay with that. Intergalactic he's, motherfucker. He is the intergalactic motherfucker. Any Marvel people we can get a hold of? I've not even looked for Marvel people, which uh, is bizarre knowing what this podcast is. I know, right? I'm going to have a. We can get Nolan North, but he's not really. A front of house person. No, if you it? wanted, if you wanted voice actors, yeah. there is somebody you can have from um, Star Wars again. Oh, go on. Uh, it would be the voice of Darth Maul, Sam Whitmer, for a measly forty-two quid, and he can just go Kenobi. He can just do the Kenobi scream, and that's fine. Oof, oof, oof. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure why the, the the couple in this would pivot hard into watching the Clone Wars, but <laughs> you know what? Why the fudge not? Why the fudge not? So, uh, do you want to go in on Sam Witwer, 42 what, quid? <laughs> the, the, the thought in this man's face is unreal. Do we, do we want Sam Witwer? I don't know if he's enough of a face. Fair I don't enough. feel like the people are going to pop big for... for um. Yeah, well, this Whitmer. is what I'm saying. It's a voice-only role. We can use movie ah. magic to have... I mean, we'd have to pay the license. Oh, I see. You see where I'm going with this. If, we, if we're only paying for the... We're paying them still. They're still I getting the money. Actual voice of Darth Maul, Peter Serafinovich is on here. 
Is he actually? Well, that seems like something he might want to do. You think? He was the voice of Maul in in Phantom episode Menace. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth Maul's a good shout because then we don't have to pay anybody. Well, I mean, we're paying Sam Witwer, but we don't have to go and get. <laughs> we don't have to get Ray Park. We don't have to get Ray Park. Put us down for a Sam Witwer. We've got made bank on Sam Witwer now, for forty-two quid. Not to fret, but I've only found one person who's kind of Marvel. Okay. Uh, it's uh, George Saint Pierre from the UFC who has betrothed the oh, leaper, the leaper yeah. for four hundred and fifteen pounds. I'm not spending four hundred. I love yeah. your GSP, but I'm not spending four hundred and fifteen fucking pounds. Well, we're you, down so. five hundred quid already. Oh boy. Yep. Okay. Oh, I can get you one of the Eternals. <laughs> oh no, which one? I can get you Sprite for eighty-three quid. Liam McHugh's on there. Liam McHugh is on there. I can get you an Eternal for eighty-three quid. <laughs> Would you again, like an Eternal? Again, this hinges on because the cameo Christmas movie. I feel like it should be people you know, you recognise. Like we paid Agreed. forty-two quid for Sam Witwer, but like you know who fucking Darth Maul is. That we do. Who remembers the Eternals? <laughs> no one. No, we barely remember the fucking Eternals. Um, oh, okay, man. I think Marvel's a dead end by the looks okay. of things. Well, we can go to the the tried and tested list that I've got. Go here. on, oh please do. So let's let's say that these people are are more of a fan of a cult classic movie. Uh huh. Um, so you've got two ways you can go on this. Uh, if you're looking for somebody who's been in a lot of weird stuff, you know, if you want the argument to get intense and yes. for somebody to match that intensity to uh-huh. come in, you can get Malcolm McDowell. He's a measly eighty-two pounds. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. What Malcolm McDowell? Would we go at clockwork? It's got to be clockwork, isn't it? That they've put it off for ages. Yeah. This thing we haven't put the context in which they're seeing the movies. Mm. So I feel like Harry Potter is like the go-to. At least that is for me and my wife. It's like we need to watch something. I don't know. She's feeling a bit down. Let's put Harry Potter on. Yeah. So maybe then they pivot to go, no, we've already seen Harry Potter. Let's watch Fantastic Beasts. And that's when you get Dan Fogler. That's when Dan Fogler turns and, up. And I feel like it's going to be, like, okay, pivoting into the plot for a second. Mm. Plot in big quotation marks. So are the movies talking back? Because I feel like yes. they need to be talking to our 100%. stars. Yeah. 100%. They can be, uh, is there a way to kind of set that up? It's a Christmas miracle. They walk under a mistletoe at some point. Yeah. Do, um... <laughs> uh, Katie Cassidy and uh, your boy. Oh, a man, uh, a man dressed uh, as Stephen Amell. A man dressed as Santa Claus messes with their broadband connection. I know who that should be. Yep, it should be Mick Foley because the man <laughs> loves Christmas. So I'm gonna throw Mick Foley a hundred. I think he was 125. Uh, yeah, uh, for famous wrestler and key to my heart, man. I've met in person and he was so nice. £124 for uh, Mick Foley <laughs> to be Santa Claus. Yep, so Santa Claus played by Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah. Plays like, oh, you could have it that Santa actually, like, he's actual Santa. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, they, they're at a Christmas market before they go home. Mm. They're having the argument at Santa's stall and <laughs> he does that little... And, yeah, he he puts the magic on them. In my head, he's Santa, but he's got the mankind thing on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the fucking... Man. He's doing that fucking weird dance. Yes, okay, I'm into that. Um, and that's why they don't think he's Santa. But he is. There you go. he puts magic down the internet. Does have magic to them. And then they go home. Harry Potter's first. Then they pivot into Star Wars and go, um, let's start from the beginning. Mm. That's when Darth Maul can show up to go. That's a big commitment you're doing there, lad. Can I, 
But again, scripting is not my strength. No. <laughs> so, but that's and that's where like these couples go like, oh, we we you always force me through all the Star Wars stuff, and then the Sam Witwer as Darth Maul can respond with. Uh... <laughs> that is an excellent idea because that would what would happen in our house. Like, I don't want to watch Star Wars. Yep. Um. Oh wait, we've already got Billy D. Williams. Do we need two Star Wars people? I guess we don't. We can save a bit of money by getting rid of Sam. Oh, right. Sorry, Sam. You're off. Oh, You're having Billy D. Sorry, mate. <laughs> so Billy D says, "Oh, I don't. You don't want to do Harry Potter. Right? I'm going to have my way. We're going to watch Star Wars. That is a genuine argument that's happened in my house. I can guarantee you that." Uh, oh, John Barrowman's cheap. He is. Um, you want to do we could some have a uh, bit Doctor Who in there? Yeah, could do some Doctor Who. In there. Or I haven't seen any Doctor Who. People. Or go on, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We can get Ernie Hudson. He's 160 pounds. I, I, can we not get... Um, Bill Murray's never going to do that. There is no way in hell <laughs> Bill Murray's going to go and I don't feel that Dan Aykroyd trusts the internet enough not to probe his brain, so... Um, or, or not to advertise some weird vodka. Yes, that. Okay, so, yeah, we'll get Ernie Hudson as well. Ernie as Hudson. As they pivot into Ghostbusters. Uh, that will be £160. Thank I can take much, that. Ernie. I can take that. Um, now, I've got an idea for someone else I want. Alice Cooper's £249. Mm. And I feel like maybe they pivot and say, okay, if you don't want to watch movies, what do you want to watch? We can watch concerts. Yeah, who's available. Put, let's just put some music on, on YouTube on. And they put on, they they randomise and Poison comes on, <laughs> which is a song about a terrible woman. And the woman can say, well, this is a fucking mm. terrible time. And Alice Cooper disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going in on Alice Cooper. How this, much was Alice Cooper? Uh, Alice Cooper was yours for £249. £249. This we have spent our first £1,000. Happy, happy days. <laughs> now, that we did come across some people that are cheaper. We did. Which is, oh my God. Well, we're not going to use him, but Nigel Farage is on cameo <laughs> for 75 quid. James Buckley is 41. In what world is Jay from the Inbetweeners charging less than Nigel <laughs> fucking Farage? <laughs> Who's Christmas present? <laughs> It's a cameo from Nigel Farage. Have, have you seen, though, that people have actually ordered him, uh, ordered cameos from him and, and had him address it to people with clear... Like, they they, they most tavern him. Oh! Yeah, might so, crotch him. Yes, they might crotch him. I think he genuinely did My, my Dick Hurts or something like that. There's, there's a compilation on YouTube. It's fantastic because Nigel Farage is... Fucking idiot. Being bombarded by people saying, please say hello to my friend Abdullah Abdul Aziz. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be well impressed by that option. Okay, so what else do we love, Michael? Uh, we love classic Disney. Oh, who we got? Uh, so you've got, and, and here's two sides of the coin here. If you wanted to get a voice role from a classic Disney movie, mm -hmm. Ernie Sabella, otherwise known as the voice of Pumba, is a very svelte. £32. Oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we, have him. We will have... P Pumba. Who was Timon? I don't remember who played Timon. I feel like I should know that. I, I imagine he's probably on there. But of course... Watch it be DeVito or Winnie else. the Pooh himself. Oh! Jim Cummings. 185 quid. Oh, no, no, no. We'll stick, oh, we'll uh, stick to, we'll stick to Pumba. Uh, we'll stick to Pumba. We're saving money on the, the far less beloved character. <laughs> Everyone likes Pumba. Yeah, to be fair, everyone uh, does like that. Timon was Nathan Lane. Oh, I feel I... like Nathan Lane might be on cameo. Nathan Lane's on like Broadway a lot. I don't think he needs cameo. No, he, he, he probably doesn't need it, but I mean... Was the Matilda movie a Disney production? 
that's a good like, I'm talking about the nineties Matilda. Oh, the nineties Matilda. Oh, yeah, not the new one. Like that's Matilda. Because because Mara Wilson is very affordable. At is sixty six pounds. Uh, no, looks like it was a Sony deal. Uh, Matilda nine nine six. Uh, is a blah 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 blah. Yeah, that is not a uh, that is not a Disney uh, that is not a Disney romp. That's so, a shame. um, ah well. Oh, I mean, we can still. I feel like you, you know, as, if they do that thing, if they as they regress into more childish th- behavior, that the childish films start coming out, coming out work. to play, and you could have you could have Mara Wilson on screen, and then just have shit flying around the room, and yes. That you know, as as their argument intensifies in a tornado of crockery or something, we're spending we the money. Mara Wilson, there thank you go. very much. Happy days. What's a streaming show? Is there any Stranger Things kids on here? I doubt it. I can get you somebody from uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'll take that. Here you go. Uh, we have Alex Borstein, also the voice of Lois Griffin. Oh damn! For one hundred and twenty-three pounds, book her because we can double book her. One hundred percent. Which is ironic that we're booking somebody whose entire point in that show is to book yep. a comedian. Thank oh, you, Alex Borstein. There you is are one. Cast. There is one from Stranger Things. It's Sean Astin, so that also gives us Lord of the Rings, but he's two hundred and ninety pound. Mm, that's, that's a lot. lot of money. That's a lot of money. Oh, not as much as Robert England costs. I four hundred and fifteen pounds. Oh wow, wow. Jeebus. All right. Okay, let's let's pivot. Let's stay on new TV. Yes. Let's think of so I can get you somebody from Game of Thrones. I can get you somebody from Community. Oh, go Game of Thrones. Game of go. Thrones. Hodor is eighty-two quid. I mean, it's going to be very limited in terms of script. He's just going to say, Hodor. That's a lot of money to pay for one word. It is. But it's £82, so it's by no means the the most uh, heavy on the bank balance there. Oh, that could be funny, though. We could pivot that one. Um, Oh, I've just typed Hodor. I didn't mean to do that. Um, (laughs) If he comes on and gives, like, a really... Like, like, heartfelt... Heartfelt, thoughtful... Um, speech. So he's like he kind of, he's coming like at the at the top of the third act as yes. they kind of begin to realise that they need each other. Exactly that. He comes in, he gives the big speech, and then the two of them just give him the look, and he just goes, "You just want me to say the line, don't you?" <laughs> like, I'm a well tra- I'm a very well trained actor, you know. I can do other things. Yeah. <laughs> Hodor. Say the line, but exactly that. Okay, yeah, book Hodor. Eighty-two quid. Thanks very much. So, so Joel McHale from I saw Community, two hundred twenty-six quid. It's high, but it is also quite good comedy-wise. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get. Um, I don't think anyone from The Office because I guess in because um, what's his face, um, Kevin from The Office is like famously the most. Oh, he get he. I think well paid person on on cameo. cameo, yeah. So he would be a good pick. Okay, well maybe not Joel McHale then. Uh, How about like? Seems like a good dude. Really? Yeah, he does. I mean, he doesn't do stuff on the Game Awards, so he's he's already speaking to me. Uh, How about somebody from a, like one of this year's best TV shows? Go on. You can have Guillermo from. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two hundred forty-six quid, but it is. It is Harvey Gwillin himself. I'm going to check. You checked for Matt Berry, right? Yeah, obviously. But there's no way in hell Matt no, Berry's doing No, he's cameo. very much. Okay. He only does it for absolute 80s and nothing else, apparently. 
Ne- oh, that was a very bad Matt Berry voice. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> no, I just typed in the office just because I was curious. Uh, Brian Bumgarner is not actually that expensive. Kevin. Yeah, he's 162 quid. I feel like we could have that. We can afford that, yeah. 162? Yeah, 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 we'll have that. I feel like if you're making a cameo project and you don't get him, I feel like that's, you, you've kind of missed the boat on you that You could one. have him pop up when, they're, when they've moved into the, the, the kitchen to make something and then it's the Kevin's Chili bit. There you go. And then off the back of that, it's like, remember when you guys used to spend time together making, you know, you used to have romantic meals there and you all go. that shit. Did, did you want to go in for Guillermo? Because I, 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 I think yes, going for Guillermo. We will thank, thank you very much, Harvey Gwillen. We'll have you too, 246 quid. I'm just going to check Parks and Rec real, real quick. Now, we can get um, Kevin mm. from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes. for £332. That's far too much for someone who's an ancillary character yeah. in uh, thing. If that was a Terry Crews, probably, oh, if it was Terry Crews, Terry Crews is worth that, that much. Um, Jerry Gergage from Parks and Rec is one hundred and forty-five pound. I don't need that. No. Um, you know what? Now you brought it up. I'm going to check Brooklyn Nine Nine. Now there is there is somebody we could get. We've already mentioned Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There is somebody we could get. They're not currently accepting cameo oh. videos, but their page has not been deleted. Mm-hmm. When they were last available, Elijah Wood was one hundred eighty-six quid. Now that is affordable. Mm. And I feel like Elijah Wood's got a good sense of humour. He does do a lot. I mean, for God's sakes, he, he just stars in YouTube videos that he feels like starring in. That he does. Put him down. 186 quid. Thank you. Elijah. I'm very surprised McCormick Hawkins not available. I know, right? If we spend another £133, we are halfway through our budget. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I feel like we've got enough now. I think maybe two more. Two more. Any, any that you're feeling. Um, I will read out some of the names and then we'll discuss prices afterwards. But some of the people I earmarked were James Masters. Uh, Who's that? So he was Spike in Buffy. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Greg Sestero from The Room, the one who wasn't Tommy Wiseau. Uh, okay, if it was Tommy Wiseau, then we're talking. Then we're talking. Mi- Miriam Margulies. No, no, no. I'm not giving that woman any goddamn money. No. She's on there. Uh, Jonathan Frakes from uh, Unsolved Mysteries and obviously uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh-huh. Uh, 246 quid if you are interested oh, in that. Oh, now he might work for the meme. Yeah. Of like, he starts interrogating them. Yeah, because he does that thing of just like... Have <laughs> you spent quality time together? You ever rode a bike? Yeah. <laughs> How about you go on a tandem bike together? <laughs> that, oh, 100%. Yeah, he's their pivot. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much, Jonathan Frakes. We're now halfway through our budget. I am loving this, by the way. If this you is... love classic comedy, I you do? can get Colin Mockery. From whose line is it anyway? Exactly the one. He's 123 quid. He's extremely affordable and he's funny as shit. And he looks exactly the same as he, he did change, when it was on air. Greg Proops. He's on there. He's like 40-odd quid. Was at, I didn't realise this until afterwards. Mm. He's one of the many voices in um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. And he was on stage, but he didn't get like a... This is Greg Proops. He came in with the ensemble that were doing all the backgroundy noises. Hang on, they got Greg Proops in the building. Yes. And they didn't do a, here he is. Like... I, no, because Danny Elfman was the... The here he was is. The, he, he is Danny Elfman, and they got the Oogie Boogie Man, and they got a third person... 
um, that I can't remember. But yeah, Greg Proops just didn't matter. They just it, it was quite clearly him. But yeah, uh, yeah. bizarre. It was, it was only afterwards I was like, holy fuck, that was Greg Proops. Yeah, he is on cameo. You might need to look up how much he is. Oh, do you want to see? Oh, you know what? Yeah, leave that with me. I will look him up. What do, you, what do you think, Colin Mockery? Like they we could get both of them. We could have, but and we could have them do. Whose line is it? Uh, whose anyway? line is it? Skit together. Give me one second. I'm just gonna have a look how much Greg Proops is. He's less than Colin Mockery. That much I know. Greg Proops. Here we go. Greg's Proops. Greg's Proops. Greg's Proops. Is that his? Uh, that the business he runs? Oh, he's not. Has he gone? It's not that he's gone. I just don't think he's got. Oh, he's forty-two quid. There we go. Yes, there we go. Thank you, Greg, and thank you, Colin. Now I'm just having a quick look at wrestlers because <laughs> I want more. We're going to have to force the Stephen Amell character to be a wrestling fan, aren't we? He is a wrestling fan. He's actually Stephen a Amell fan. is a wrestling fan and has wrestled in the WWE. So as Arrow and, or as Stephen no, no, Amell? as Stephen Amell and was in a wrestling show called Heels that I cannot find on streaming anywhere. Oh. So Stephen Amell, legit, massive wrestling fan. Well, you you told me before we started that Bret Hart was on there. Bret Hart is on here, and looking at this, he's not actually that inexpensive. He's £125, but for the love of God, he can't act. So Things we've, We paid similar for Mick Foley. That is, but he can act. But he genuinely get Kevin Nash on here, but I'm not giving him any money. I know who I want. Where is he? Where's Danhausen? Um Oh no, that's a bit too niche. Okay, ignore that. Um we're gonna get Oh how much money we got? Uh we've still got two thousand seven hundred and twenty two pounds to spend. How much sorry? Two thousand seven hundred and twenty two. Okay. We're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to trust me on this. Okay. There's a guy called MJF. Right. Who is rock level talking ability he's a current AEW champion he's an arsehole i feel like he'd be a good shout but he does cost 400 quid jesus christ that is you know what i take it back that is far far too much can i counter offer something oh you here? can always counter it, that is not uh wrestling related fucking day yes go Sh- for it. if the movie was to pivot into the video game territory oh yeah yeah, yeah. i can get you someone for half that cost that I think you'll appreciate five times more. Please do. You can get Christopher Judge, the voice of fucking Kratos. Oh, yeah. 226 quid. Fucking book him. Thank you very much, Kratos. Fucking book him. And he can double up if they want to do some Stargate SG-1 shit. <laughs> you can also have the voice of Duke Nukem. Uh... Can you get me a Traces voice actor? Oh, I didn't look for a Traces voice actor. Have a look. It's called Sunny Summit. I can get you John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem for 164 oh, quid. You're not interested? Oh, no. I get you the voice of Geralt the Witcher. Do you want to take a running jump at how I'm going to react to? Did you? Oh yeah, you didn't. You like play five minutes. Play of the Witcher five minutes. Got real bored. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, how minute. about another PlayStation Classic oh, character? Go on. Um, pro skater himself, Tony Hawk. <gasps> yes. 165. Quid. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah. Thank you very you much. Tony Hawk. Sonny. This is quite the cast. This is... I I feel like we're going to have to cap it now because we're getting a bit much... We've still uh, got £2,300 Oh, wow, to okay. We, we still have some money to burn. Okay. Sonny Suljic is not on Cameo. We've done so... this on the £1,000 budget we've done before. It would have been a lot more limiting. <laughs> it really would. It wouldn't be anywhere near as fun. Um, You know what? I've got McFowley. I don't need any more wrestlers. Okay. okay. There's, hey. there's one more that I have to tell you because we've spoken on this podcast before about Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah. You can get Squirrelly Dan. Ooh, how much? 111 quid. Is that niche? It is niche, don't get me wrong. 
it is niche, but we do love Letterkenny. We do love Letterkenny. Um, I just thought uh, any of the Mount Rushmore of um, Valley and Samet on there. Well, one of them's dead. Well, so Stanley's dead, but <laughs> is Tiger Woods on there? Now, surely to got Tiger Woods doesn't need money. No, in fact, the first thing that you get when you search for Tiger Woods is a man called Jamie Woods and then Tiger King. Okay. Carol Baskin's on there, of course she uh, is. We're not going to be able to get... I'm guessing Shakuri Miyamoto doesn't need cameo. I, I don't think you would be on um, there. No, probably not. Okay, maybe we can't get anyone from Mount Rushmore, but that's fine. Um, I'm happy with their cast. Okay, so for the low, low... Pro- well, we start with £5,000. Yes. We have £2,331 remaining. Okay, that's a special effects budget. All right. <laughs> so for less than three grand, Yes. we got... Now, you've got some of them and I've got some of them, but we've got Stephen Amell. Yes. Uh, did we buy Malcolm McDowell? I think we did. Oh, we did buy Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, so Stephen Amell, Malcolm McDowell, Ernie Hudson, Alex Borstein, Billy D. Williams, Hodor... Mara Wilson, Dan Fogler, Jonathan Frakes. I forgot to tell you Dolph Lundgren was on there. I did see Dolph Lundgren was it's on there. 287 quid. He's got it to spare. Let's buy Dolph Lundgren. Fuck okay, it. 287 quid. Why not? Uh, so for £3,000, almost exactly, Dolph Lundgren, Harvey Gwillen from uh, What, what we, we Do in, in the, the Shadows, shadows. Colin Mockery, did, Greg Proops, Greg Proops, Mick Foley, Elijah Wood, Tony Hawk, Christopher Judge. And you've got the rest. <laughs> uh, you, no, that presumes I wrote them down. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Katie Cassidy yep. was definitely one of them. And I cannot remember the other one. <laughs> oh, um, Brian oh, no. Bumgardner from, uh, yeah, from The Office. The office. <sighs> it's a hell of a cast. <laughs> it's a hell of a cast. So, yeah, I like the, the premise of Stephen Amell, Katie Cassidy, couple in trouble. Yep. Go to a Christmas market. Mick Foley, aka Santa Claus, is there. <laughs> does a little when he sees them arguing. Yep. They go back to their TV and just start. So, included in this, we can do Harry Potter via. Who do we buy for Harry Potter? Oh, who do we buy? Do oh, we... Uh, oh, uh, 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 fucking uh, the American. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. Ah, Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. Pivot into Star Wars with Billy D. Yep. Then we have. Then they play through. Office. Um, uh, who else to be? <laughs> I am bad at this. You really are bad. Uh, Office. What we do in the shadows. Yep. Um, unsolved mysteries. Stroke. Star Trek: The Next Generation. In which case, Jonathan Frakes would definitely be the one to just start asking them like a five-year-old every question imaginable, <laughs> trying to fix the problem. I love that video so much. Then we go into Game of Thrones with Hodor. Yep. Where he gives a big speech. And then he's just told to say Hodor. <laughs> we can then pivot into video games via Christopher Judge and Kratos shouting at them. Yep. Um, who's the one who's going to deliver the big speech that kind of gets it all warm and fuzzy at the end? That is a great question. Who's their biggest, warmest, fuzziest person we have? I was about to say, is it Mick Foley? But I think it's Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan is a hell of a shout. I keep calling him Squirrely Dan. K. Trevor Wilson. Let's give him the fucking respect he deserves. He would work really well as, like, give it... Because that's what he does in Letterkenny. He yep. gives them big speeches that makes everyone feel better about themselves. Yep. In character, with the incorrect grammar. It's got to be Yes. Dope. Yep. And then they make up. And there's a bunch of cameos, and uh, they, and then at the end, the, the, over the credits, is just the actual videos that we bought. 
So they're all addressed to me and you. <laughs> so they're all against green screen. Yeah, yep. so that would be the plan. We'd have to write the script out. <laughs> in a, inside the requests that we do. Yes, so you stand in front of a green screen and say this. Oh, actually, no. If sign this. Over, over the credits, if it's over the green screen, but we've, we've addressed it from the characters. That's the way that we've done it. That's the way we've engineered this movie for less than £3,000. Packed it. Booked, booked it. it. Fucked, fucked off. off. <laughs> Merry Christmas, one and all. Now we just need to nail down the title, and then we are done here. Oh, what would it be? Do we call uh, Do we call it a cameo thing, or do we not do that and come up with an actual good title? I know that's a question, because... Uh, a, 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 a Christmas cameo as opposed to a Christmas carol. That's the... What was uh, the one you came up with earlier? That was really good. That was a Christmas cameo. Oh, okay. Fair um, enough then. Wait, so it's called a watch list. Yep. Is there anything we can do there that gets in the word watch list or streaming mm. or... No. You can't call it Merrily Down the Stream. That's not <laughs> Oh, no, you could, because Merry, as in Merry Christmas. Merrily Down, down the, the Stream. stream. Back, put there. Booked it. Packed it. Fucked yeah. off. Merrily Down the Stream, coming to a streaming service near you. Woo! My God. That was a bit of fun, wasn't that it? That was a lot of men reading off the cameo. You <laughs> <laughs> can get Kratos for 50 quid. Yeah. Why not? Not all of this is for you. <laughs> Sometimes it's <laughs> just for us. Sometimes we give ourselves a present. Oh God, Merry Christmas, everybody! Uh, Mick Foley was who I had in mind to play the Ghost of Christmas present in my head. Yeah, just a big jolly man with a beard. So that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't I'm happy it? he got in there. Malcolm McDowell's the Ghost of Christmas uh, future, surely. You just put it. You, that's the thing. You don't really need anybody to. You just need a big tall person you can put in a robe. Yeah, but then you could just make him fucking mental. Oh, that you can. I think Gary Busey's on cameo. We could have had Gary Busey. <laughs> What would we use Gary Busey for? I don't know. Your worst nightmare, butthorn. <laughs> fucking love that video. Anyway, mm. thank you very much for listening to this episode of Pitch Intense. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that might go. You can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Guttridge. You can find the the, the snare, the snare, the snare. You can find the snare, otherwise known as the site, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the username Falenty or Falenty Podcasts. You can go and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Anyway, you can pick up an RSS feed under those names as well. And of course, go to fansentertainment.com for more stuff like this and all the year-end stuff coming the other side of the new year. All of the year-end stuff. We will have separate podcasts covering the best films of 2022, the best video games of 2022, and then the best etc. of 2022, which include TV, music, wrestling, and everything else we like to talk about. We will also be having the 2023 draft, which we are about to record, where we're going to go over the results from last year's draft, yep. where both of us think we've done badly, <laughs> and then we're going to decide who gets the thing that we both want. Which is absolutely going to set the tone, and will be the first of our kind of like look forward episodes to come out so it will which is great uh the christmas cheer doesn't stop here if you haven't already listened to it you can go and listen to the review of the guardians of the galaxy christmas special um as well as the first episode of, of our studio you know no longer yes. in the kitchen ambient era i, I, I just love calling it that crisp and even which was their audio <laughs> which was a review of pokemon scars and violet all of that's available to listen to now Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody! Bye!